1: It's time for The Rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks for listening this afternoon on Fox Sports Radio 1400. A busy show. I say that every single day. But I I honestly, somehow, i got to figure out how to squeeze it all in. You know, my buddy, Lawton Swan of Clumps & Sports Talk, the czar of Clumps & Sports, he gets two hours. And I think I'm going to petition that I should get an extra hour. That way I can get uh, because I miss stuff every day. It's like the old theory about, you know, you hear about stuff that hits the cutting room floor. Yeah, I have that problem. Tons of stuff just hits the cutting room floor. There's nothing I can do about it. I only have so much time. But here's what i'm going to try to get into today i'm going to give you my breakdown on the nc state clemson game i also will give you uh my predictions for the acc and sec games for the weekend we'll look at some big national games for the week and we will also uh talk about charleston southern and how the ncaa is trying to make an make a What's the word I want to use here? They're making an example out of Charleston Southern, but they don't care about things going on at, like, North Carolina. No, we're not going to worry about them. The NCAA is a dumpster fire. Just horrible. Also, I've got NFL picks for the week, and the NBA is doing something for college kids that comes off as great, unless you're a player in the WNBA. We'll talk about that and a lot more this afternoon. But let's get started with this big game for Clemson and NC State. If you want to get involved with the program, 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Several several things we're going to get into today, but I want to start with the Clemson-NC State game. Now, Of course, this is, as I said, the biggest game of the season for Clemson thus far. I know you could argue going on the road to Texas A&M was bigger. But as far as playing a ranked opponent, which they're ranked right now, and I think I've said on the show, you don't really know about rankings until the end of the season. But on the surface, it looks like a quality opponent is coming into Clemson to play Clemson. This isn't a team that... I know that Las Vegas says that uh, Clemson's a 17-point favorite, but this is not a a run-of-the-mill team here. NC State's a pretty good football team. But it is the biggest game so far. I think the winner of this game is going to, uh, pro- obviously, I think, going to win the uh, Atlantic, represent the ACC in Charlotte, and then, of course... Once they uh, represent up there, I think if it's Clemson and they win out, I think if either team wins out, they've got a legitimate beef to be in the playoff. So a huge game this weekend. But let's start with NC State. They've had a 5-0 start, but let's be honest, the the strength of schedule is not really there. They beat James Madison, Georgia State, and one at Marshall in non-conference play. So they only have two two games against Power Five conference members so far. Wrap your head around that. They were supposed to play West Virginia. That game was uh, rained out. They did beat Virginia and Boston College, but on the surface, that looks like a good win over Boston College, but Boston College did not have uh, A.J. Dillon, the preseason ACC Player of the Year, in the backfield. So without A.J. Dillon, they won over Boston College 28-23 to 23 about two weeks ago. So he lost a lot of talent, Dave Dorn did, from last year's team that finished 9-4, but they do lean on Ryan Finley. That is their big quarterback, and that's one of the keys for them is Ryan Finley. He is pretty much the, the biggest tool that they have. As far as a way to get a win If you remember last year um, He threw for like 338 yards against Clemson Two touchdowns But here's the interesting stat for this year Passed for about 1,600 yards and 10 touchdowns To just three picks He's completing 69.5% of his throws That is pretty impressive I don't care who you're playing against That is pretty impressive Here's the other thing, too, though. He only has one completion over 40 yards. He does have 20 throws of 20 yards or more, but they use a lot of, like, dink and dunk passes. I guess that's the best way to put it. His favorite target is Kelvin Harmon, 33 catches for 544 yards and a couple of scores. But they are going to throw the ball a lot. I don't think they're going to run the ball a lot. And if you got to be honest, the big thing with Clemson is... They have had issues giving up um, stuff on uh, through the air. Texas A&M threw for 430 yards against them. That could be a weakness in that Tigers defense. Now, Clemson's defensive line, that's my second point here, they're going to have to get to Finley and throw off his timing. That's the best way to do it. He's one of these quarterbacks, and even Coach Dabo uh, Sweeney said it in his practice this week, He can avoid sacks, and when he can avoid sacks, he can keep plays alive, move around a little bit, and make some throws. But the Tigers are giving up about 108 yards rushing on the ground, about 2.5 yards a rush. I don't think NC State's going to get that much, to be completely honest with you. I think they're going to be more intent to try to protect Finley than they are to run the ball. It wouldn't surprise me if he threw the ball for 50 times tomorrow. Now, the Clemson offense, it's almost like a pick-your-poison thing here. Do you load up the box and try to stop Travis Etienne, Tavian Feaster, and Dixon, the freshman running back? Or do you play soft and you let Trevor Lawrence pick you to pieces? I mean, it's simple as that. The Tigers have talent at all the skill positions. Trevor Lawrence, of course, can throw the ball on a dime. And he's he's done a lot with Justin Ross uh, on a lot of big plays. Look for Ross to have a big play tomorrow. Wouldn't surprise me if he runs a post route off a play-action pass and runs it into the house. So, an interesting, interesting matchup there. Uh, Travis Etienne rushed for 761 yards, 11 touchdowns through six contests. Can NC State find a way to slow down this offense? I don't think so I really really don't Clemson of course 163-3 over Wake Forest NC State will trade yards for stops on third down that's one thing I wrote in my notes here and they're going to let I think the mentality they're going to have is let them wear it out from the 20s basically try to stop them in the red zone and get Clemson to try to kick field goals If they can do that, then they're going to try to play for touchdowns because when they came in last time and they were trying to kick field goals, that didn't work out so well for them. So each of the last two meetings by these teams have uh, been decided by a touchdown. Will that happen tomorrow? I don't think so. I think it's going to be a lot more than seven points. The line right now is Clemson favored by 17. I think they get a late score, and they will cover the spread... Um, It'll be tight at the half. Some uncomfortableness at Death Valley tomorrow for the Clemson faithful until the fourth quarter when they finally pull away. NC State is spirited, though. Wouldn't surprise me if it was really tight in the fourth quarter. But I think Clemson will win this game, pulling away probably like 37-20, 38-20, 38-17, something like that. Clemson is going to score some points tomorrow. That's the other thing, too. NC State really hasn't had a game where the Boston College game was tight, but we don't really know how much grit they've got. We do know that their coach, Dave Dorn, is a bit of a goofball. We know that. We know that uh, if somebody's using an iPhone on the sidelines, he might turn them in for it. All kind of stuff with with this guy. But... We don't know if they have any grit or not because they haven't really been tested. They'll definitely be tested tomorrow. I do think Finley is a good quarterback. I do think that he can make Clemson's life kind of miserable by he's going to make the throws. In fact, I venture to say he's the best quarterback that Clemson will face this season. That's one one thing you've got, you've got to give to that young man. And Kelvin Harmon is a great, great wide receiver. He can make a lot of plays for them, but Finley is going to make some plays. I think Clemson will make more, and Clemson wins big, 38-17. to I think that's what I'm going to go with tomorrow, as the Tigers roll in Death Valley. Moving to 7-0, with five games left, and the big matchup with Florida State. I know that uh, everybody, you know, it, it's still Florida State, don't get me wrong, but Let's be honest. Florida State is not that impressive. Just not that impressive. Clemson should be favored huge in every game they've got the rest of the regular season. Tomorrow's game is going to be interesting though cuz NC State has it in their head. You know, we played with these guys. We've, you know, we we kick a field goal a couple years ago, we win that game. Last year it slipped away from them a little bit. Clemson still won. But they think in their head that they can match wits with Clemson. I don't think so. I think too much on the Clemson defensive line and too much Travis ETN, Clemson wins big tomorrow. If you want to respond, 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and do the rest of my ACC picks here real quick. Um, I will pick against the spread here this afternoon for these games. Syracuse is favored by 10 points over North Carolina. You know, Eric has, uh is accountable for like 1,200 yards on the season. He also leads Syracuse in rushing. So he is definitely a dual-threat quarterback. He can definitely get the job done. But tomorrow, I think he's going to have a field day against North Carolina, an absolute field day. And I think that uh, Syracuse will get their fifth win of the season, knock on the door of getting to bowl eligibility as they uh, win big over North Carolina in the Carrier Dome. Uh, I think they'll cover the ten points. Virginia and Duke. I love where ESPN has like where you can buy tickets for this game. This game's at uh, Wallace Wade Stadium, and th- they give you like the little act, the little uh, button there where you can buy tickets, and it's like. Like, if you look at the North Carolina or the Carrier Dome, it's like 486 tickets as low as $24. To go to Wallace Wade Stadium tomorrow, you can click this link and find 637 tickets for as low as $4 a ticket. That is absolutely atrocious on a college football Saturday where it's going to be beautiful down here in the South. Nice, crisp day that you can buy a ticket to go to Wallace Wade Stadium up there at Duke for $4. That is atrocious, especially considering the fact that Duke is kind of in the driver's seat. If they win out, they're probably going to win the ACC Atlantic, excuse me, the Coastal. But they play a Virginia team that is pretty good, in my opinion, as far as running the ball. I think they're going to try to make it one of those grimy-type games where they just keep running, just keep applying pressure, and I think that Virginia— We'll pick up the win tomorrow. They don't need the seven points. Take Virginia, and uh, I think take them straight up over Duke tomorrow. And then the Toilet Bowl game, because that's what this is, at Wake Forest, excuse me, at Doak Campbell Stadium tomorrow, and it's Florida State and Wake Forest. Wake Forest has not won a conference game. Florida State has won one conference game. Both are 3-3 three and three on the year. One team is just a disappointment. I mean, anytime you're 3-3 three and three as a Florida State team, you are an absolute disappointment, in my opinion. I think this is going to be the year where they don't go to a bowl game. I really do. If you look at the rest of their schedule, I think that they, they this game here, I think they're going to win. But after that, they're not going to beat Clemson next week, and it goes downhill from there. But Wake Forest comes in they do have they do a good job running the ball they have that freshman quarterback he's got a little uh the term that uh ryan trailer from the winston-salem journal called him he said it's moxie uh, is the term that he used i don't know if i necessarily agree with that or not uh young and dumb freshman is what i use because he's not scared to get planted to throw the ball maybe i just don't want a head injury but he does have he does have some coconuts we'll give him that but I don't think it's going to mean enough against Wake Forest. Or excuse me, against Florida State. Florida State behind DeAndre Francois, who hates his offensive line. By the way, he won't come out and say that. But if you watch any Florida State games, anytime they get like a look at his face, he just looks at his offensive lineman like I hate you, I despise you. And why does he despise them? Because they let he they let him get popped and beat a lot. It's kind of hard to think that the Florida State offensive line could be that bad, but they are definitely that bad. Of course, Wake does have a couple of playmakers Greg Dorch, Cade Carney. They'll keep that game close. Florida State's a 10 point favorite. I don't think they'll win by 10. Look for Florida State to win by a field goal tomorrow over Wake Forest. So we won't learn much about the Atlantic, about the ACC tomorrow, because there really isn't. The best matchup is the NC State Clemson game. The rest of the games are just kind of flat, in my opinion. Just kind of flat. And here's the other thing, too. All the games are afternoon games. No ACC games tomorrow night. So you have no ACC games in prime time, which, thank goodness for that. I mean, you could put NC State and Clemson in prime time, I guess. But these other three games, (laughs) play them at like 8 o'clock in the morning. No one cares about these games. They are, unless you're actually betting on them, It's just not a good weekend for ACC football. It's not. Not not the weekend they were hoping for, anyway. I do think Syracuse could have a little coming-out party there, throw up some numbers on North Carolina, and escort Larry Fedora out the door. So that's going to be an interesting matchup. I think the NC State-Clemson game will be an interesting matchup, but I don't think there's going to be anything that's going to throw you out there except for Virginia winning over Duke. Alright, so we're going to take a break here in a moment. When we come back, I'll break down the SEC games. As you look through some of these, You know, there really isn't, as I scroll through my stuff here, you've got basically one decent matchup. One. It's just not a very good weekend of football on the SEC front or the ACC front as far as matchups go. But we'll definitely tell you who I think is going to win. Also, we're gonna talk about this new G League policy of a professional pathway set up by the NCAA. We'll get into that as well. The interesting thing with that is it's great for college kids that are, that are actually really good players. It's gonna help out on the front of, you're not gonna have a bunch of college kids that are gonna be one and dunners. So we'll get into that, but it also, there's a section of society that's not happy about it, and that is the WNBA. We'll get into why they're mad, and I'll tell you what, uh, what they can do to appease them and, and make them happy. Not really make them happy, but someone needs to show them some stats. It's as simple as that. So we'll get into that this afternoon. Also, we'll talk about the NCAA trying to make an example out of Charleston Southern when they should be making an example out of North Carolina. Let's try that. We'll get into that this afternoon right here on The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400.
2: Welcome back to The Rundown.
1: Follow Rob on Twitter at RobSoundsGood. Welcome back to The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks so much for listening this afternoon. You can follow the show on Facebook Live. Several people checking in. My buddy Rob's checking in. He says he's watching on a plane. That's, that's okay. Okay. Kevin says the Vols are going to shock the world tomorrow. You heard it here first. I think Kevin is uh, Kevin is on the hippie lettuce. I don't, I don't see that happening, brother. Don't see it happening. All right. The other way you can get involved with the show is, of course, through the phones eight zero three nine seven eight one eight three two. Let's head out to the phones. Welcome into the
2: program. Good afternoon, Rob. It's double O. Some people call me Oberton's Orange. How you doing, man? Great. This guy Tennessee? No. Yeah, he's doing he's doing them poppy plants or something. I don't know. I I I wouldn't say that to him,
1: but uh, yeah. I, I don't see Tennessee winning tomorrow, but my SEC picks in a little bit. You said you want to talk about the Clemson game, right?
2: Absolutely. Um they they got a you know, NC State's got a good quarterback. That Finley felt. Yeah. But uh, he's going to get busted in the head a couple of times by the uh, our defensive ends, our defensive tackles. And he going to probably get uh knocked out of the game with a uh slight I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to jinx the fella. I don't know. I
1: don't think I don't think in I don't want any young man to get out there and get hurt,
2: but no, I do think I ain't uh No, I'm saying that. I ain't trying to say I want him to get hurt. I just think he's going to get bounced around a little bit too much. Yeah, a little pepper in that uh, that's part of football. Right. And um we're going to uh insert the running game uh and uh We're going to run, 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 and then we're going to throw up a 40, 50-yard bomb, complete that. And the final score, what's the line, 17? 17 points, yes, sir. Okay, I'm going to say we're going to beat them by 21, three touchdowns. There you
1: go, man. Hey, I appreciate you calling and giving me that, brother. Thanks so much. I got a crystal ball that told
2: me all that information. You got a crystal ball? Is it like a magic eight ball? No, it's crystal. It's it's the real crystal. It's not one of them cheap eight balls you buy at the um, family dollar.
1: You know, Lawton Swan has a bald head. It looks like an eight ball if it was, like, white. (laughs) I love it. Hey, man, you have a good day, man. Thanks so much. All right. Bye-bye. Alright, not to mock my buddy Lawton Swan, but he is the czar of Clemson Sports. He will be in this afternoon. He does have like a like like a like a um an eight ball type head. He's got it shaved or whatever. I got like a pumpkin head. So I I'm good for Halloween, which is coming up. But I got a big old pumpkin head. Lawton's got a cue ball head. So he'll be in here shortly to take you home this afternoon. Every day from four to six. So I'm going to go ahead and get my sec picks out it's not a banner week in college football for the sec or the acc it's just not so i'll give you my rundown on these tulsa plays arkansas chad morris is going to get a win this weekend the former clemson offensive coordinator thought he had one last week with old miss not so much he will get a win this weekend over tulsa that game tomorrow at noon Auburn and Ole Miss. Auburn is favored by four points. My upset special this week is Ole Miss. Take them, and I think they're going to win that game. It is in Oxford, down there, in the Grove, I think is what they call it. But take Ole Miss to win that game. I think that the Ole Miss quarterback is really good. He's thrown for almost 2,300 yards already. A good, good player. And I don't know if Auburn's like completely checked in or not. I really don't. So Alabama and Tennessee, one person on this planet, that would be Kevin, watching online today, thinks that Tennessee is going to win. Let's all take a moment to laugh at Kevin, because that's just not going to happen. Kevin, if that does happen, feel free to call me on Monday, and we will call this show The Rundown with Kevin. You can actually come in. I'll let you host the show by yourself. I'll just sit over here and run the boards like a trained monkey, and you can have the whole show to yourself if Tennessee beats Alabama this weekend. It's not going to happen. Alabama's favored by 28 and a half points. They may be up that much at the half as they're going to roll over Tennessee there. Tennessee just needs more time. Now, Kevin, call me back next week, and you can talk to me about how you think that Tennessee is going to beat South Carolina. That's going to be a much better matchup. But don't come in here and talking that that mess after you win over Auburn. Come on now, Com- two completely different animals. Doesn't make much sense. Memphis and Missouri. Missouri will pick up the win there. I'm not going to tell you anything else about that game because neither team is really that good. The best SEC matchup of the day: number 22 Mississippi State, number five LSU. LSU, of course, is everybody's sweetheart right now. They are favored by six and a half points. I think they're going to cover that big. I think Mississippi State's going to try to run the ball, and when that happens against LSU, it's not going to work out well for them. But uh, look for LSU, I think, to win that game. Vanderbilt and Kentucky. Kentucky's an 11 and a half point favorite over Vanderbilt. One thing that Vanderbilt doesn't do very well is stop the run. They don't stop the run. You can look back. South Carolina hasn't run the ball well all season. The majority of their rushing yards this season came against Vanderbilt. What does Kentucky do? They run the ball. Benny Snell is a heck of a running back. I I think Benny Snell, who has uh, right at 700 yards on the season, he'll probably get 250 tomorrow. Would not surprise me, not one bit. And Kentucky will win big over Vanderbilt at home, moving the Wildcats uh, up to near the top of the SEC East standings. And they are positioning themselves where if they win that game, which they will, they've got a game left with Georgia. That's going to be tough, but they get Georgia in, uh, in Lexington, they could backdoor their way into the uh, sec championship game so look out for the wildcats tomorrow i think they will win big when we come back i've got some national games we'll look into in just a moment and i will tell you why wnba players are upset i did some research on this they mad they big mad all that and more in just a moment you're listening to the rundown on fox sports radio 1400
2: now more of the rundown Check out Rob's blog at FoxSportsRadio1400.com.
1: Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me this afternoon right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. 803-978-1832. You know, I previewed the Clemson game. I previewed the SEC games and the ACC games. Now we got some top 25 games. Just some games of national relevance that uh, we'll go over here. You know, I, I told you earlier that uh, I really liked Auburn losing their game. To uh, it was one of my one of my games that I really liked this week. Yeah, Auburn losing to Ole Miss. I don't think I don't think that's that much of a reach to be honest with you. Auburn is favored by four points going down to the Grove. Yeah, look for that to be a, a matchup where uh, Ole Miss will come out on top another upset special in my opinion Michigan State at home against Michigan you know they I think that Michigan State fans think this is more of a rivalry than the actual Michigan fans do Michigan thinks well we Ohio State is our rivalry which you know whatever whatever you need to tell yourselves I mean Ohio State kills you every year it's not really a rivalry but not anymore anyway but Michigan and Michigan State should be an interesting matchup. It's high noon tomorrow. Give you something to check that out on. Uh, check out early before you uh, start watching the Clemson game. But here's the interesting thing on this: Michigan State is a seven-point favorite or a seven-point underdog at home. You know, Michigan State has allowed fewer rushing yards per game per attempt than any other FBS defense. So they stop the run. I think Michigan State is going to win tomorrow. I'm not really sold on Patterson, the quarterback from Michigan. Look for them to get the win and win over Michigan tomorrow. Ohio State is at Purdue. That's another game that uh, Ohio State's favored by 14. Purdue can actually score some points, but this is an Ohio State team. I think that... uh, They're just going to have too much for Purdue tomorrow. Oklahoma's at TCU. Oklahoma's favored by 7.5. Now, why would Oklahoma only be favored by 7.5 over TCU, who is uh, 3-3 overall? Why is that? Because Coach Patterson at TCU can coach. I think that uh, TCU will cover the spread, and... I think that they will uh, not win the game, but they will definitely cover the spread and maybe, maybe shock some folks tomorrow at how close they keep it with Oklahoma. Also, you've got Oregon at Washington State. Washington State moved into the top 25. They are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. That game up there in Pullman is going to be an interesting game at uh, 7.30 tomorrow night. Look for Washington State. I think they're going to pull away and move Oregon back as they win that game. I think they're gonna win that by seven or eight points tomorrow. Also you've got Colorado playing at Washington. Interesting matchup here. Washington is favored by 15 and a half, but Colorado five and one on the year. and I think they're gonna keep it close. So I would uh, I would take Colorado to hang in there and then drop that game late. So take Colorado and the fifteen and a half points. That's—I don't think Washington is that good. I really don't. They're one loss on the. Excuse me. They have two losses on the season. One of them was to Auburn, who, let's be honest, has not really done a done a good job of uh, impressing folks. I'll have my NFL picks in our next segment here. But first, I want to go over this real quick here. Uh, Gene Sapikoff from the uh, post and courier in charleston wrote an article on charleston southern they got major ncaa penalties for failing to properly certify 21 athletes in such areas as percentage of degree requirements per progress towards degree and minor but impermissible bookstore purchases over a 6 year period so was charleston southern wrong yeah they were wrong But I think it comes down to this. Charleston Southern is a small school. They were put on two years probation, fined $5,000 plus half of 1% of the athletic budget, lost six football scholarships over two seasons, and they're going to have to probably vacate some wins, including the first two Big South Conference football championships in school history. But North Carolina, on the other hand, they had a long investigation into their program last fall. Athletes benefiting from basically fraudulent African and and African American studies degrees for almost 20 years. Dan Wetzel called what happened in North Carolina perhaps the most outlandish defense in NCAA infractions history. And of course everybody else just basically looked at North Carolina like, what? Are you serious? North Carolina got completely away with it. Charleston Southern does some stuff where they played some guys that didn't quite have enough college classes, basically. Some guys got some improper benefits from the bookstore. What do they get? Two years probation. They get the book thrown at them, basically. And here's the thing on that. They were fined $5,000 and 1% of their uh, athletic budget. That's the kind of thing a small school like that is going to feel that. And you know where they're going to feel that at? You know where they're going to feel that at? They're going to feel that across the board, not just in football. It's going to hurt things for basketball. It's going to hurt the baseball team right on up and down the line. But North Carolina, yeah, they can get away with it. Why? They have better lawyers. And that's what's sad. If we did this in a business environment where it's more cut and dry, okay, you did this, so you're going to get that, North Carolina would be hanging from a yard iron. They really would. Now, you ask North Carolina fans, and I love my buddy, we have a guy that works here at iHeartRadio, one of the coolest guys I know, but he'll look you straight in the face and be like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know who I feel the most sorry for? Are the people that went to North Carolina and studied and worked really hard and got degrees in African-American studies, like my buddy Robert's wife. who She went to, um, I think, Ohio State and got her degree. But she worked really hard, went overseas and studied, and it was a big deal for her to try to get this degree. And she worked really hard, but they just gave the degrees away to, uh, to a lot of athletes at North Carolina. I feel sorry for those people, because if you're trying to hire somebody and you see their degree is from the University of North Carolina and it's a degree in African-American studies, are you really going to take that seriously? They were giving them to guys that, for nothing, don't show up to class, you get a degree. It's depressing. The NCAA tried to make an example out of Charleston Southern, and yet they end up looking like a bunch of idiots. The NCAA is an absolute cesspool. It really is. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832, NFL picks when we come back, and I'll tell you why everybody in the WNBA is pissed. All that and a lot more in just a moment on The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. We're going to head out to the phones. Welcome in my buddy, Jonathan. What's up, friend? How you doing? What's going on, brother? How
0: you doing, man? Good to hear your voice, man. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm actually... uh cruising down i-26 headed to the fair right now we're going to eat some ears and some corn dogs and have some fun
1: are you going to win the hairiest bat contest
0: um if it were like hairiest like patches above your shoulder blades maybe but it's not like a full sweater
1: well i i mean i i would bet on you my money would be on you i think you're the over under you'd be all right
0: now i've done a pretty good job of maintaining the ones that like want to poke out from behind uh, my shirt collar there, so um, it's not as impressive as it could be.
1: All right, so you're the only NC State fan that I can stomach. Please tell me uh, what you think about this game tomorrow. Do the Wolfpack have a chance to win?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I think they have a chance. Um, I I probably won't pick them to win. I mean, I think you're you're going on the road. You're facing the top five team, number three team in the country, number four, I think. Um, A team that is obviously very, very talented, a team defensively that, that has an NFL defensive line. I mean, the odds are certainly not in State's favor. Um, that being said, I mean, State's been very competitive the last two years. State has the best quarterback in the ACC, a first-round quarterback. They have a first-round wide receiver in Kelvin Harmon. I think collectively they have the best wide-receiving quarter in the ACC and, and probably one of the top five in the country. Uh, and the defensive line has been a lot better than I think people expected coming into the year. So, State's a good team, uh, but it's a tall order to go on the road at Clemson and, and get a victory.
1: You know, I was going to—I I kind of agree with you on that. I think Clemson's going to pull away late, too much on the uh, on the for the ground game for the Tigers. But another quick question: while I've got you here, the there is not a very good matchup. In the ACC or the SEC this weekend, I mean the Clemson NC State game is by far the best. I mean it's just just kind of a flat weekend on the college football front.
0: Yeah, not not a great weekend. I know Michigan Michigan State's a pretty good game, but at least at least from a rivalry standpoint, Washington Colorado is a pretty solid game. Um, yeah, there there just isn't like a real juicy game. Washington State Oregon. Uh, it should be a pretty game too, but I, I think, without question, the best game, the most intriguing game this weekend, is NC State and Clemson. I think again because State's good, and then there's a there's a bit of a rivalry, maybe not on the field necessarily that's developed, but there's there's definitely some tension between the two programs, which is fun.
1: Let me ask you this. I think the winner of this game goes uh, all the way through and makes the college football playoff. I think it's that that big of a game for both both schools um, because if you look at the rest of NC State's schedule, they should be highly favored. Uh, the Coastal Division is hot garbage. They should roll right through just like Clemson would. I think the winner of this game marks their CFP spot.
0: I actually agree with that. I think if you look at State's remaining games, they're favored to win all of those games. I think the road trip to Syracuse next week is probably, I think they're above 55% chance to win that. But the rest of them, I think they were pretty substantial favorites in, in those games. So, I mean, you, you got to win them. I mean, as Clemson knows from the past couple of seasons, you got to win those games. But from a from a I guess, odd standpoint, yeah. Um, I, I think this is the best matchup in the ACC this year for sure.
1: Yeah, I think it's the the best game in the that the ACC will have this season, and the conference just doesn't look good across the board. No,
0: I mean, it's taking a little bit of a step back. I think you, you look at programs that potentially can make forward moves, Virginia, Bronco, Mendenhall, have gotten better this year. I think Virginia Tech has been a bit of a disappointment. Wake Forest um, kind of having to rebuild with Sam Hartman at quarterback. They have a pretty bright future. Um, I, I think this year, the, the league has definitely taken a step back, but I think when you look at the quarterback talent and the way programs are being developed in the ACC right now, um, it's it's ready to kind of take a step back again like it was last year where you had better depth top to bottom. And, again, you know, Florida State and Miami, they've really got to assert themselves, and they have yet to do that like I think people expect them to do.
1: Well, it used to be, all right, Florida State and Miami are going to play for the ACC championship every year. It's just not happening.
0: No. I mean, well, I think Clemson's emergence over the last 10 years has certainly had a big factor in that. Um, they're the premier team. They're no doubt. I mean, they're the, they're the Florida State team that we saw in the 1990s. Everybody's going for them right now. And um, I think the rest of the programs, you've got a lot of coaching turnover. I think it's just kind of trying to define who you are, reestablish yourself, and, and then move forward. But Dave Dorn and NC State have been able to take advantage of that because he's been there slow and steadily building a solid program state always seems to have a great quarterback which certainly helps and he's recruiting really well right now so i think state very much so in the state of north carolina is definitely going to become the premier program there but i think he's got a, a good chance to put them in the top two three of the acc atlantic for a long time um and, and certainly help himself in a very big way if he's able to go pull out a shocking upset tomorrow at clemson
1: uh my that the NC State is my pick. I think that's where Kelly Bryant's going to go and finish his career. Of course, Finley is a transfer quarterback coming in, so Doran's used to that. I think I think Kelly Bryant is going to finish up his career there and try to come back to Clemson and and stick it to Dabo. I think that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's any shot of that happening actually. I think he'll go to <laughs> he'll go to Arkansas this I think he'll go to Arkansas this weekend. Um he'll end up committing to play for Chad Morris. States actually has really, really good quarterback depth. They just got a commitment a couple of weeks ago from Brady Hockman, who was a former Florida State quarterback, um, left after his freshman year, went to a Juco, uh, will have three years to play. He was a former four- or five-star quarterback out of Georgia. Um, they have a four-star kid, true freshman in there right now, named Devin Leary. So QBU continues down in Raleigh, so they do not they don't need Kelly Bryant
1: okay man hey enjoy the elephant ears today buddy i'm about out of time man thanks so much for calling all right boss great talking to you man go pack all right, Jonathan Reynolds joining us this afternoon. My NFL picks, I've got a minute and 50 seconds. I'm going to get them out of here quick. Tennessee at Los, uh, with Los Angeles. That game is in London. By the way, if you're in London you want to go to an NFL game for $15, you can do that according to ESPN. Take the Chargers there. They will cover the spread by 6.5. New England and Chicago, I will not pick the Chicago Bears ever. The Patriots are favored by 3. Expect them to win by 10. The Browns and the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers are a three-point favorite. That line should be switched, in my opinion. Take the Browns to get the upset win. Detroit at Miami. Detroit is favored by three. I think the Dolphins will win that game outright. Carolina at Philadelphia. Take the Eagles there. They'll cover the four and a half. Buffalo and Indianapolis, the Colts favored by seven and a half. Huh? Who wants to watch that game? My goodness. I guess take the Colts. Houston Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars, an interesting matchup here. Jaguars favored by four and a half. Deshaun Watson will lead the way tomorrow and get the upset over Jacksonville. No Leonard Fournette. That's the key to Jacksonville's offense. He is not playing again. He's out. Take uh, Houston to win that game. Minnesota at the New York Jets. The Vikings will pick up that game. They're favored by three. Look for them to cover. The Rams at the 49ers. Uh, I I like the 49ers to cover the spread, but I think the Rams, obviously, they will continue their perfect ways and win over the 49ers. New Orleans at Baltimore, I'll take the Saints to cover or to win over the Ravens, even though the Ravens are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Drew Brees will get it done. Dallas and Washington... Redskins are favored by one and a half. Take the Skins, Cincinnati at Kansas City. The Chiefs are a six-point favorite. I think they're going to uh, walk the dog tomorrow on that one, on Sunday anyway. Take the Chiefs to cover there. And then you got the Giants and Falcons. Take the Falcons in the five and a half. That is the Monday night football matchup. NC State and Clemson tomorrow. I will be on site up there. Check my Twitter feed, at Rob Sounds Good and uh, all the great posts that I'll have up there tomorrow from Clemson. With that, this show is a wrap.